Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, again. Welcome to the Legends Vodcast here on Eurosport. I'm Mats Villander, and uh, of course, uh, I'm always joined by Boris Becker, former Wimbledon champion. Boris, how are you doing? I am very well, Mats. Uh, greetings from London to Idaho. No, that's where you're sitting. That's why I'm sitting, and I can't believe how many people are watching you are watching at Wimbledon Center Court there, or that's not live. Where, is that a poster in your bedroom? <laughs> yeah, that's a background that I have plastered all over. I had a lot of time in my hands lately, and I plastered it all over my flat, so I feel at home. Bad <laughs> memories for me. And uh, we're also very, very uh, excited to be joined by, by two players. Uh, first, Elena Svitolina, number five in the world. A couple of semifinals left here. Hi, Elena. How are you? <laughs> everything is good. Well, at home, but everything is fine. Yeah, I've seen you uh, b- very busy on uh, on social media, trying to find different ways to work out. And I believe you're working on your virtual tennis as well. And, of course, we have um, <laughs> a former great Feliciano Lopez uh, in Madrid. Feli, how's it going? Are you a former player or are you a current player? I can never figure it out with you. No, man, I'm still active. You're still active. There you yes. go. Wow. Yes, even though we're not allowed to play now, but... Uh... Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm still active. I'm really looking forward to, to hit some tennis balls. I don't yes, Feli. Nice to see you. Uh, in fact, you're very active. You've done 72 consecutive Grand Slams. I did some research with this year. <laughs> He's a world record holder and counting. Obviously, you can't play the French Wimbledon this year, but you are a title holder of the Queen's Club in singles and doubles, and I'm sure you're going to miss that part of the season. Grass was always your favorite. Yes. It's been very sad, you know. Well, all the cancellations, you know. We had to cancel also Madrid, where I am the tournament director. And following Madrid, it's been the, you know, the grass season cancelled. Everything was cancelled. And I don't know what's going to happen with the, with the US Open, you know. Probably they will make an announcement soon. But yes, for me, the grass season, it, it's, it's also, you know, something very special. It's been, last year, it's been amazing what happened to me. At Queens, winning you know singles and doubles with Andy, it's been very special. So I really missed it, and hopefully you know in, I'll be I'll be able to play again in 2021. Who knows? I love it, Feli. I love it. I love it. But um, so Elena, for you, you you come off uh, maybe well the best year on tour for you last year, I would say with uh, two semifinals, Wimbledon and uh, and the U.S. Open. What, how do, how does this break kind of affect your 
um, a, a passion, maybe your confidence? I mean, what, what, how do you feel? Are you worried about your tennis game in the future? Well, I wouldn't say there would be my best season uh, last year. Uh, I think yeah. um, in, 2000, in 2018 it was pretty good as well. But uh, regarding Grand Slams, for sure it was, um, it was very good and very high level. I've been struggling a little bit with my knee um, last year. So uh, this year, you know, I was just getting back uh, on the track with my game and uh, with the mental state as well. So... It was a little bit sad for me because I just won the tournament in Mexico and going into Indian Wells, it was, um, it was, I was in a very good form and um, yeah, we had to, <laughs> we had to stop. And uh, I think um, for everyone, it was a big shock and everyone is trying to, to keep busy and uh, um, we still don't know when we're going to resume the play, but um, now we have uh, some some different entertaining as a virtual yeah. tennis as well, which keeps your mind in tennis. So that's, uh -huh. uh, that's um, another great thing. So yeah, just trying to, to find the ways to stay active. And that's, um, that's pretty much what <laughs> doing every, every single day. Can you yeah, play Alina, tennis? you are one of the few players that actually won her last match, the tournament in Monterrey. Huh. I'm sure you were, on your, you were on your way to Indian Wells when you heard the bad news. So, how are you coping with the lockdown? What is your routine? I can see, as Matt said, some of the videos you do keeping fit with your boyfriend on TikTok. That's quite funny. But how, how are you keeping fit otherwise? You're, you're, you're playing a little bit of tennis or nothing at all? Um, no, I'm not playing any tennis because uh, in Switzerland, it's, uh, it's not, you're not allowed. And um, pretty much going uh, to play against the wall is also very strict. It depends uh, on the um, on the on the place where where you are uh, in in which city, but I try to to create uh, like a routine for myself. So every morning I try to do some exercise. Uh, I record it and I post it on Instagram so people can get into it. And I think uh, being engaged with the uh, with the fans and with people who love tennis, I think it's it's nice to to see what the tennis players what they do and. Uh, how they keep uh, their body in shape. And uh, um, Gael is pretty much all the time is playing um, PlayStation. <laughs> so I have to, I have to create, um, I have to create my own routine. And uh, sometimes he's joined me in to just to, to keep me motivated. Yeah, uh, Feli, I've got to ask you because uh, uh, this uh, virtual tennis tournament is, is coming up. Um, I'm not sure it was, it wasn't your idea, but everybody is playing this virtual tennis. What, what, what is your thinking? What's your idea about everybody so busy on uh, the virtual uh, tennis? Let, let me tell you, um, it, it was Gerard Sovanian, you know, our CEO who came up with this, you know, beautiful initiative. And it is, it is based on two things. I think the, the first one is to give the fans something now where, you know, everything, we, there's no tennis around the world. They, they, don't, they don't see tennis on TV either because there's nothing happening at the moment. So we give them the chance to watch their favorite players, uh, even though it's a virtual thing, but they're going to be able to watch them. You know, there's going to be a lot of interaction into, you know, with, with the players. There's going to be some, you know, commentating as well during matches, interviews. We're trying to do something very, very real, I would say or at least close to the real thing. 
Okay. So, and then we have also the charity thing, which is very nice. I think we are encouraging the players to give, you know, most of the prize money to this fund that ATP and WTA have created recently to help those players that they are ranked beyond 150. So it's, it was based on, on two things. And I think it's a great initiative and we're really looking forward. The feedback was amazing as Elena was, you know, saying, no, she's already practicing Gael also, and, and the players are really pumped, you know, and I'm really looking forward to, to play, even though it's a virtual thing, but we are very happy so far. Okay, I, 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 Boris, I know you have something, but I gotta ask you a question. Elena, are we gonna see you serving and volleying and Gael uh, coming to the net? And, and, uh, and I mean, are the styles gonna be similar to what you normally play? Well, we've been playing a little bit against each other and he just killed me. So <laughs> this didn't change, you know, <laughs> from real to ritual. Um, but um, there is very interesting, you know, you can, um, you can choose, you know, the, the tactics and uh, I, think, uh, I think you just have to find a way and everyone is going to be uh, doing a different, different tactics, I guess. So it's going to be really interesting. And um, as uh, Feliciano said, you know, to have interviews and interactions with fans during your plays, um, it's a great engagement and uh, definitely something very entertaining, I would say. All the players, so all the characters in the game, they will have the same skills. Okay. Okay. So this this way we, we make it very fair. Okay. So nobody will, yeah. no will have his backhand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. give, us, give us the list. Who, who entered uh, the Madrid Virtual Open uh, on the male and the female side? And Elena, if, uh, uh, yeah, but, uh, Philly first. Yeah. Who, who's okay. playing? So, so we have on the men's side, we have Rafa, we have Sissipas, Tiafo, uh, Schwarzman, we have uh, Gael, we have um, Tim, we have Kachanov, we have, um, who else do we have? Isner. Oh, wow. We have, yeah, we have, we have a good lineup, a uh, very good lineup. On the, on the women's side also, yeah. we have... We have Elina, Astarenka, Vekic. We have so many players. I mean, we are very happy that the feedback so far, it was so good because this is something new. Yeah. And we, we didn't know. We had a lot of concerns about it, you know. And, uh, yeah. and so far, we are very happy with the, with the feedback that we got from the players. Is it true, Feli, that Andy Murray was trying to enter the virtual competition, but he wasn't let in, so he had to pick another player on his spot? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's so competitive, you know, and, and, and he, he's been practicing already, I think, a week since the wow. first day we sent, we sent him the game. He, the, the issue was that he was trying to download the game and somehow he couldn't do He couldn't. So then he said... Hey, Feli, I'm trying to download the game and for some reason I cannot. So I, I, I called the guy, you know, the technical guy that trying to, to speak to Andy to solve the problem. And finally he said, you know, it's, it's not so expensive, the game. I buy the, I buy the game and I start practicing, man. <laughs> I don't want to wait anymore. <laughs> That's funny. And Elena, uh, you're also participating. Um, if you had to choose a player, who would you want to be on the Madrid Virtual Open? 
and why? Well, I've been always playing with Gael because Gael is uh, in the game. So this is pretty much I'm obliged <laughs> to, to choose this player. But I've been playing against um, Roger, against uh, Dimitrov. Um, and I would say, you know, Roger is very, <laughs> very, very good. <laughs> surprise, very surprise. Yeah. <laughs> very tough to beat. So. Um, yeah, I've been uh, playing only with Gareth. <laughs> okay, that's very no. That's very tough, but I was I was not so sure about the girls, you know, because they don't play video games. It's, yeah. So, but so far it's been great. I mean, I saw Kiki Vertens. She was also practicing a few days ago. She posted something on on social media. So it's it's really good for us that they've been, you know, getting ready. Okay, so I Kelly, train the girls there yeah, all the time so practicing. Really? Yeah, yeah, I wanted to ask Elena, now you bring up practicing. I mean, to be a good virtual tennis player, there is Bjorn Borg calling, yeah. Really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's practicing virtual tennis. We're going to start a senior tour too. Senior, no, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I've never played uh, virtual tennis. I don't do video games. I, I used to do something called Game Boy. Remember, boys came out in the 80s. But how much do you have to practice virtual tennis to be sort of like the level of Gael, uh, Elena? Is it? an hour a day? Is it three hours a day? I mean, you have to practice this game. Well, I think it's a lot of, uh, a lot of it of the skills and reactions. Um, yeah. I think uh, for sure there's uh, timing, which uh, matters a lot. Um, he's playing all the time FIFA and uh, different kind of games. So he's kind of used to the, the you know, uh, to the PlayStation. But uh, I think uh, if you practice uh, maybe a few hours a day, you can uh, get a few games, <laughs> for sure. Okay. And um, I, I think it's just important to, to not uh, get too frustrated because if you get too frustrated, straight away you lose, you know, the, um, you, miss, um, you miss press and uh, you don't move so well. So I think it's important, you know, to keep your, <laughs> to keep your yes. mind positive. <laughs> Philippe, as a tournament director of Madrid, uh, on Monday this week there was a conference call with Andrea Godensi, the new CEO of the ATP. Uh, give us an update of what you can share with us about scheduling, which tournament are still in the calendar, and what's his opinion about the summer and ultimately the US Open? Well, right now it's, it's more about, you know, US Open, when, when they are going to announce... Uh, you know, if, if finally we can play there, maybe the tour will be able to resume. But, uh, but I, I'm not very positive, to be honest, Boris. Um, I think tennis is a, is a very global sport where, where there's players from everywhere in the world, where there is tournaments uh, in every, everywhere in the world as well. And uh, I think the fact that some countries have different restrictions than others, so this is going to make you know things very very difficult in order to resume i mean i think the tour is going to be open when the world is completely you know open and everybody can travel freely around the world so 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 we make it fair because if for example in september me being spanish i'm not able to travel let's say to america or let's say i have to be in quarantine as soon as i get there 
it's not fair that some players they will have the chance to compete, some other players they don't have the chance to compete. So I think it's about the the world to be open. This is the key. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see the tour resuming if if this doesn't happen in in two three time in two three months time. I was going to ask you uh, yeah. because obviously we we heard that uh, um, Wimbledon uh, pulled out pretty quickly. We heard something about insurance uh, payout and whatnot. Are you guys? Feli, are you guys involved? Are you sitting down talking to the other tournaments? The French Open came out and said, we're going to stage our tournament in, in September. That seemed to be before anyone else said anything. I mean, is there talk going on? Of course, Roger Federer tweeted that he thinks the ATP Tour, the WTA Tour should maybe join forces. This would be a good time to start something new. I mean, what, where is the, the cooperation and... and where do you, Feli first, and then Elena, I would like to hear from you if you hear anything from WTA and do they keep you connected? But Feli, any cooperation with the Grand Slams and, and WTA Tour? Well, I think there's a lot of going on at the moment. I think uh, it is true that it, this is the moment to unite forces, I agree, and to have everyone, you know, together. I think, I think this is the main goal of Andrea Gaudensi. When, when he took over as a president, he said that his goal is to have everyone, everyone together. Yeah. ITF, Grand Slams, players, tournaments, WTA, ATP. I think this is, this is our main goal right now in tennis. And uh, so far, we are waiting for the US Open to make, uh, to make uh, the announcement. And Madrid, uh, talking about Madrid, we have, we have a small chance to play in September. If, if we are allowed, first of all, mm. if, we, if, 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 if Spain gets better, we, we might have a chance to do it because, as you know, the French Open is supposed to be played in September. And they, ha they want to have a few clay tournaments before that. And, and it's Madrid and Rome. The, the, the thousands that they're supposed to be played mm -hmm. uh, before the French. But uh, right now we are waiting, you know, until the situation it's, it's really, you know, different because right now at the moment we, we cannot make any plan. It's day by day. Sure. And we have to be really, you know, patient. I mean, there's, there's nothing we can do. We have to wait. And I'm not very positive, to be honest. I told Boris yeah. now that... Uh, we need the world to be open mm, and sure. until this is happening. I don't see the tour, you know, resuming. Yep. Mm. Elena, where is your, your, uh, are you getting updates all the time and what's the WTA tour thinking? Yeah, we're getting updates uh, pretty much uh, every, uh, every uh, another day. And uh, we have meeting uh, like tomorrow we have a big meeting and for sure, as you mentioned earlier, we will talk about uh, uh, that uh, Roger and Rafa, they, uh, uh, they proposed, you know, to, to join. And I think this is, this is the right, this, this is the right uh, thing to do for, uh, for both. And uh, it's the right time to do it because in this difficult time, it's, uh, it's very tough to predict. And uh, there's lots of talks going on um, about the tournaments and cancellations and, also, I think a lot of it depends on the on the, on the countries, and it's very tough to predict 
what's going to happen. But I think in tennis world, everyone should uh, just uh, unite. And um, that's, uh, that's my opinion. Yeah. Well, Fede, you, you mentioned that earlier briefly uh, with a fund, with a money fund created by, uh, you know, Federer, Nadal and Djokovic. Could you go in detail what, what that means, what that entitles to support ranked players ranked 150 below? And Andy Murray mentioned something uh, yesterday about one or two of his humes to cut the prize money for the winners and the finalists and semifinals and give more money to the first, second, third rounds. Yes, well, uh, about the fund, yes, this is, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think ATP, they were, they were planning to do something about it. And since, since everything is cancelled, they've been, you know, trying to support those players ranked, you know, beyond 150 and, uh, and yes, so there's many ways to, to contribute to this fund. The first one was the ATP itself that they I think they already have money there the from tournaments and you know then there is another way that the top hundred players we're gonna we're gonna donate also depending on 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 the ranking so it's gonna be nearly a million i think because it's uh, the, the minimum is five thousand and, uh, and, and you, you 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 wouldn't do it after prize money so Ferra, Djokovic, Nadal both have more than a hundred million dollar prize money. Obviously, the number one hundred is a lot lower. So, isn't isn't uh, isn't this yeah, the, yeah, the it, category? It, yes, it's minimum is five thousand up to thirty or forty thousand. Okay. For the for the number one, two, and three in the world, I guess, and then from five to ten, from ten to twenty, twenty I to fifty, I think, and fifty to hundred, mm. more or less, mm. I think. And then also we're trying with the virtual thing to contribute as well. So it's 300,000 300, more that we are hopefully, if the players, they're generous, they're going to have in the fund as well. So there's a lot of people now trying to, to, support, to support the fund and to make it bigger for, the, for these you know, players that they are struggling right now. Yeah. You, you worry about tennis a little bit and obviously you've been a very successful player and everybody that's within the top 100 the last couple of years doesn't have to worry this year. But uh, the other thousand professionals that we have, they, they can't play and, and they, they need you know, every week's prize money to, to survive. You, you worried a little bit that tennis could have a big, big break between players that can afford to play tennis and players that have to find a new job. Of course, of course. I mean... The situation, Boris, it's really, it's really tough. I mean, yeah. all over the world, we will see a lot of, you know, tournaments, you know, struggling to survive. And I think our focus in general um, has to be to survive from 2021 on onwards yeah. because the crisis is going to be huge. The small tournaments, somehow they have to survive. Maybe the slams, the bigger tournaments, the somehow they have to contribute to support them. I don't know, there's many ways to help, but I think in, instead of you know, thinking about playing four, five, six tournaments at the end of, last, of, of this year, we, I think we have to start thinking about next year and how, how we're going to be able to survive this, this crisis. This, mm -hmm. Because everybody's going to be struggling economically, the tournaments, the sponsors, because the first thing they cut in the companies is the sponsoring. Yeah. Mm. Because they, they, they have to fire 
thousands of employees in many in many companies around the world and the first thing they got is the sponsoring so if we don't have sponsors how how, how can we survive mm-hmm. so i think our focus has to you know our efforts and focus i, I will i would say we need to to be very you know very focused on 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 2021 instead of you know trying to to play a little bit these years because the, the year probably after the US Open is cancelled is gonna be gone probably no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this is my opinion I, I don't know yeah yeah we saw uh, we saw an um, uh, an interesting uh, topic or interesting discussion with Novak Djokovic and Fabio Fognini uh, and Elena I'd like to know from you I mean they, they found out that the average age of a tennis fan is somewhere around 60 years old so the people that watch at home on TV um, people that come to the tournaments, the average age is very high. What do you, Elena, think that we, you guys could do? Is it a combination of the two tours? What can we do to attract uh, younger fans and younger players? Is it too expensive to watch tennis live? T- tell me if, if, if you WTA and, and you have any ideas of how we go forwards. Well, uh, I think uh, it's very surprising for for many players and for many people to see the statistics because um, in um, I think in many in many tournaments you see lots of young uh, um, young players. I think it's a lot also depends uh, because our tournament is uh, from Monday until Sunday, and uh, if you're playing in big city, the kids they're going to school. So uh, sometimes it uh, can be challenging, I would say, for them. So obviously it's more of like older people who are watching until, until the weekend when the parents can bring uh, their kids to tennis. So uh, maybe, you know, there, there is uh, this, this kind of thing is also uh, matters. But uh, uh, t- to be fair, uh, it's very tough thing to to say because I think uh, a lot of fans are are involved in uh, uh, in like uh, tennis and supporting supporting us so it's it's tough to say from my side. Mm. Elena yeah yeah. you you have a new coach this year Marco Bagdatis who played on the tour until last year are you in contact with him? What are you talking about at the moment? And, and why did you choose him? I mean, he's a very popular guy and I always love watching him, but why, why did you choose him? Well, I knew Marcus for, uh, for a long time. We played um, in the same team with him in India and uh, I got to know him uh, very good at that time. And so we were always uh, trying to stay in touch and he was helping me uh, a lot. And um, in uh, 2019, we, we decided when he stopped, you know, I was asking him for a long time to help me, but he wanted to finish his career and to, um, you know, to do it properly 100%. Mm. And then we decided to, to start to, to work together and we did our season together and he went with me to Australia. Um, it was it was very good uh, experience for me. I really enjoyed the, um, the time with him and I think it helped uh, me to realize where I'm with my tennis and I think um, it's um, really uh, gave me the confidence to uh, to play some uh, some matches where you know I thought that might not uh, um, don't don't have don't have to don't have to win so I think he gave me the confidence um, 
to to see where I am and uh, with my coach with Andy Battles I think we uh, we have a, we had a good team unfortunately uh, we had to stop uh, with Marcus because uh, because he he needed to stay with his family yeah um so in that time we didn't know that this going to happen and uh, we had to we had to you know to to stop uh, mm-hmm. this season so uh, we'll see maybe in the future you know it would be it would be nice to to have him uh, in my team again yeah. sounds good yeah feli feli tell me you guys both of you but but how long is it going to take for a player uh, to get back to let's say where you guys were last year in july august or in the middle of a season how long is it going to take you from now physically technically uh in terms of hitting the ball confidence obviously is not going to be there because we haven't played matches but in terms of the physical part of being a professional tennis player how many hours of practicing would it take to get back i think it's going to be tough Matt. um uh i haven't played since indian wells it's so far my longest period without hitting a tennis ball in my life wow, I mean, wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's really two months, and uh, never been two months without playing since I started, you know, playing professional tennis. So now I do, I I exercise myself every day a little bit, but honestly, I do it just more more because I feel better, and it's something like I do for my mental health, you know. Mm. <laughs> but I feel better afterwards because honestly. I don't know when I'm going to be playing tennis again. Yeah. Might be, it might be September, October. Might be January next year. So in, in, in a way, I'm, I'm confident that whenever the tune is going to be, you know, resuming, I will have time enough to prepare myself physically. Right. So right now, it's more about, you know, exercise yourself. Stay healthy, also mentally, and and you know, start of the day with with another mood, you know, because mm. every day is the same now. It doesn't matter if it's a Sunday or if it's <laughs> Wednesday. It's every day the same. So you need yeah. routines. You need to exercise a bit. You need yeah. to do things in order to to be, you know, mentally in order to 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 be mentally okay and not not to go crazy. Yeah. I mean, you, uh, you are uh, one of the fittest players on the tour the last time I checked. Uh, did, you, did you finally gain a couple of pounds to be like me or you're still in shape? <laughs> and and how, is, how is your coach Pato doing? I know we all share a big love of poker and you guys always call me all ends. So how, is, how is Pato holding up? He's doing great. He's doing great. I mean, uh, we, we, I'm going to try to organize a virtual poker tournament Please. so we can play. Come on, Boris. Yes. How does it sound? How does it sound to you? I'm happy. Anything, anything to kill a couple of hours at the moment. Yes, I agree. I agree with you. I agree. Super. Mm. Elena, Elena, how are you? How are you feeling? What, what's your What's your take? Are you gonna feel like you you have an easy time getting back physically? <laughs> I mean, we we tend to think that players like Roger Federer just like oh, he just pick up the racket and there he is. He's Roger Federer, but. For you, Elena, what, what, what's, is it going to take a month or two months or, or what is it? Well, I think it's going to take uh, one month just to get back in hitting. And then for sure you need uh, a lot longer. I think it all depends on every player is going to have their own, own time to get the confidence back and uh, the tournament uh, mindset and just to, to get in, 
back into your routines because I think for everyone it's been um, the longest, I mean, most of the people, the longest time that they haven't touched the racket. So um, I think uh, it will take time and I think everyone is going to be pretty much in the same, uh, in the same condition. So that's, uh, that's a good, good thing. Alina, <laughs> you're, you're currently number five in the world. Uh, are you on, on a WhatsApp group with your other top 10 players? You fear your, your sorrows and, and, and you know, situation at the moment, or you, you, you keep a distance like, like most other competitive players? Are you, I mean, we're, we're all in the same boat. Uh, well, we have uh, we have meetings every Friday uh, with all WTA players and uh, all, all, also, all of them, not 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 just the top ten. Yeah, top ten. We have we have a group as well, and we are talking as we were talking before about the front, what can be improved, um, also what what are you know the uh, how we can help other players, and mm. uh, been, there's lots of questions, and uh, with uh, Steve Simon, that's. Um, we have we have the group and we are trying to to find out what's what's the by, what's the best way to to help uh, players and uh, what we can do. Mm, okay, interesting. Yeah, it's it's tough. What, what because we're trying to. I mean, we get the questions pretty often anyway. But who's gonna who's it gonna benefit? I mean, tough for Novak Djokovic who came out and uh, played so well in Australia and then he doesn't get to play. Uh, the young players. I mean, uh, Lena, you're, are you consider yourself a young player these days? You've been on not tour anymore. <laughs> not anymore. You've been on tour for so long. I know, Feli, you're still very young. Come on, uh, man. But, if, you're, if you're not young, what about me then? <laughs> but tough for the young players that are trying to break through uh, a, a, to to get a, a six months or whatever it is, just to stop. You can't go any further. So. I mean, uncertainty. I, I don't even know how, how you guys are thinking. It's so weird. It's so weird, Matt. This is something very new. And there's, there's many questions and very few answers for the, for the questions. Mm. We, don't know, we don't know what's going to happen. And as you said, it's a lot of uncertainty right now. We don't know the governments. The, you see, the, they, they, they seem to be lost. They don't know what to say to their people. And uh, it's, it's really tough to, to predict. I don't know. I mean, I wonder how many players they've been able to hit tennis balls in the last two months. Mm. There's countries where, where, where I know that there's players that they've been able to play a little bit in private courts. There's probably players that they have the, their, their own private court at home. In Spain, for example, it's, it's literally impossible to hit. Right. All the clubs are closed and unless you have a private court at home, you don't have a chance to play. Mm. So I think more or less we're going to be in the same situation and this, this is going to be affecting everyone. Yeah. So uh, I see yeah, a big risk. I see a big risk because when, when, when tennis is going to resume, it's going to be a lot of injuries. And uh, because I think this is something that we have to keep in mind to be to have, you know, at least two months to prepare and to, and to work on your fitness condition to be ready because this yeah. is going to be probably six, seven, eight months at no tennis for everybody. Yeah. So when you start playing again, you need to be aware of the injuries and you really need to take care of yourself. And yeah, agree. Alina, there's a, there's a problem in tennis, as we spoke earlier. Obviously, it's an international sport, but the biggest problem we're all facing is the social distancing rule. 
Now in tennis, you have a net and you have two players. They're far enough. So how would you think about your opinion of maybe starting a couple of tournaments without spectators? So at least we, we get the ball rolling, even though it's not perfect. But not everybody can participate. But, you know, half the players could. Well, for sure, this uh, can be an option, but I think for for us as a player, it's uh, it's very tough because I think fans are making a huge um, huge impact on our performance. They motivate us, they support us, and you're playing uh, you're playing pretty much for them. Um, when it's tough moments, it's uh, you know they uh, they cheer you up, and you know you you get that extra energy. So. It's um, in this side for sure. It's gonna be um, very, very tough for for players, and uh, it's almost like playing lower lower tournaments. Like when you yeah. go back to ITFs, for sure. You know the uh, the, the level is um, is maybe not one hundred percent there because there's no people watching. And sometimes when you are down, you go even even lower with your mood because you're playing almost for no one so it's going to be uh, that's going to be for sure uh, much tougher I would say for players but if for safety that's what has to be done and uh, Mm. um, for sure to to resume slowly the play if it has to be done um, that's uh, you know I think the the way forward Mm. yeah Boris um, I think that we got to thank you guys so much Feli and Elena Thank you so much for being part of it. Um, hope you are, are somehow staying sane and keep active as much as you can. Stay home. And um, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say. Good luck for, for the next yeah. few days. But Feli, uh, any last words? Thank you again. Great to see Thank you. you. Guys. It's, it's been great to talking to you, to Elena as well. Good luck in the tournament. Thank you. And to Boris. Thank you. For, it was a great chat with you guys, and uh, let's see if we can if we can do it again soon. Absolutely. Thank you, Feli and Elena. Vamos. Let's go. Vamos. Thank you very much, guys. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.